What is good, everybody? Welcome back to the Kevo Band Swoops Podcast. Back at it again today, part two, September 6th, Thursday. You already know. Um, So this time around, we're just going to talk about the Hall of Fame class, the 2018 class, consisted of three players that we all know. Um, I just want to talk about the three. Well, I, liked, I like all three of them. I want to talk about what I liked about them, what I didn't like about them, what they could have been, and stuff like that. The first, Grant Hill. We all know Grant Hill. You know, about six, seven, six, eight, elite, elite. Sadly, his career was shortened by injuries, which sucks. But if he didn't get injured, he would have been probably one of the greatest players of all time. Um, he was in the league at a time where Michael Jordan was dominant. Michael Jordan was taking over the league, um, and Grant Hill just set the league on fire. Um, he was killing, ultimate bucket getter. I didn't really watch him. Obviously, I wasn't alive to watch him because I was, you know. Wasn't born yet, but Grant Hill was just a, a bucket getter, and he loved playing defense. He would get in a stance, and he would try and lock your best player up on the other team. And he was just real tough, man. I wish he never got injured because we would have seen a different player. I don't. If Grant Hill didn't get injured, hot take, I don't think we would be talking about Michael Jordan like we do, honestly, because Grant Hill was that tough. He was MJ, but taller, and. It's, people might say, oh, you're crazy for that. Oh, you're on drugs or all that type of stuff or blasphemy, as Stephen A. would say. But, nah, Grant Hill was really tough. And, you know, I hate injuries, but it happened. But he's on his way to becoming – he was on his way to becoming a different caliber player. He was going to – he already had set the league on fire for the couple – for the few years that he was already killing. But it's okay. Injuries happen. Um, he's going to be headed to the Hall of Fame um, shortly. He should be in the Hall of Fame for broadcasting in a few years because, you know, he's a top broadcaster. He's, he always does good at the, you know, he always does good in March Madness. He always does good for the NBA games when they need him, stuff like that. But in his playing days, man, the Detroit should should have loved him, man. If Detroit don't love him, then I don't know what to say. Grant Hill was super, super, super tough. This dude, he was like Penny Hardaway and Mike combined, honestly. Like, really. He didn't have the – I wouldn't say he didn't have as much bounce as Penny, but he was an elite score, elite score. Like, he he was so tough. People aren't going to know about him like that or around my age because I actually watch it. But if you watch Grant Hill, man, he set the league on fire. He was a different type caliber. He – he made basketball look easy. He was taking Kobe shots and Michael Jordan shots, you know, while Michael Jordan was in the league. And he was making it look easy, just like MJ was. So it's just like, man, imagine if he had a career that extended past 13, 14 years. It would have been crazy. It would have been crazy, crazy. He would be in that category with LeBron, with MJ, with Magic, and all them. But injuries happen. You know, he's still doing good. He's still, you know, he's healthy now, obviously. He's not playing anymore, and he's a good dude. So, Grant Hill, wrapping out the first of the 2018 Hall of Fame class. My second, the second one that we're all going to know is Ray Allen. Ray Allen is arguably one of the greatest shooters of all time, but that should not define his basketball career. Yes, he was. A, he's probably a top two, top three, maybe one best shooter of all time. And he has a lot of great moments shooting, obviously. But let's talk about early in his career. In Milwaukee, Ray Allen was so cold. 
In Milwaukee, he reminded me almost of a... Who can I compare him to that y'all would know in today's game? He reminded me of... Like a... He reminded me of like a less athletic Russell Westbrook and a better jumper. That might sound crazy to a lot of y'all, but it's not. Listen to what I said. Less athletic, so he didn't have as much athleticism as Westbrook. But he had a lot. Don't get it twisted. Westbrook has insane athleticism. Ray Allen had a lot, a lot, a lot of athleticism. Just a little bit less than Westbrook. But he's a better shooter. So... I remember he was giving the entire Eastern Conference problems when he was in his heyday. He was crossing dudes up. He was getting to the rack with ease. He was dunking on people. See, kids today, they're not going to know about that Ray Allen. That 34 in Milwaukee, man, that jer them jerseys were so cold. I need to get one of them green and purple throwback jerseys. But, man, he was a different type player too, man. Like, kids remember Ray Allen, they just think he's a shooter. Like, no, nah, this dude was crossing dudes up at one time, ducking on people, making, you know, just being disrespectful, honestly. Ray Allen was cold, bro. And going to his, you know, his shooting, obviously, he hit a big-time shot um, in the finals to beat the Spurs. Um, I believe that was a tie, and then put him in overtime, and they won. But that was probably, you know, honestly, one of the, you know, most memorable plays in finals history, in all NBA finals history. People say it saved LeBron's legacy, but that's kind of a stretch. But you know, not going into that, you know, conversation. It, regardless, it was still one of it. I remember like it was yesterday, and that's when I hated LeBron. So I hated the Heat. I didn't want to see him win, and I actually liked the Spurs. But you can't hate on that shot. I remember like yesterday, Chris Bosh got the offensive rebound after LeBron missed the three. Ray Allen ran right back to the three-point line. Chris Bosh handed it off. Tony Parker tried to contest. Ray Allen shot it. Wet ball. That's all I remember. I remember everybody in my house started jumping. That was one of the craziest moments. And he made it. That you know, his the best thing about him was his jumper was the same every time. I think that's how you have to be a good shooter. Just repetition. It's not even your jumper could be butt ugly, but if you know how to shoot with it, you know how to shoot with it. If you shoot it a, a thousand times, a million times, and you're comfortable using it, then keep shooting it. Ray Allen, his shot is not as pretty as Steph Curry's or even Klay Thompson's, but that shit is wet. <laughs> his jumper is soaking wet. Pause. But his jumper, he got a a burner, an extendo clip. Ray Allen had a, a jumper. Or he probably still does, honestly. I don't know. He plays golf now, but that jumper, man, was it was ugly, but it was fast and it was quick and it was like a it was like a gun at a race. You know, when they start off, but he was cold. Wrapping him up, my favorite player of the three, and probably honestly one of my favorite players of all time. Honestly, I really enjoy watching this dude in the league. Now, when I say he set the league on fire, he set the league on fire. Steve, mother, freaking Nash. Steve Nash, man. I don't even know where to start with this dude. I really loved watching Steve Nash play. Two-time MVP. I don't even know how many All-Star games he played in. A great competitor. Never backed down from nobody. I remember all the time he would break his nose and he would just put it right back into place like it was nothing. I remember he, I used to hate when he did that because it was just nasty looking, but he didn't care. Steve Nash is a different level type player. He was the ultimate point guard. Undersized, but man, he, he made up for it. No, he wasn't an elite defender, but 
great passer, man. He he he's the reason I started trying to drop dimes and make my teammates look good because Steve Nash is doing crazy, crazy passes that I had never seen before. Him and Jason Williams, man, they just made look passing look cool. And Steve Nash throwing behind the back and you know throwing over his head and through his legs and whatever else he could do, he did it. And he gave Kobe a run for his money. He gave Dirk a run for his money when he was playing with Suns. He gave San Antonio a run for his money. He didn't back down from nobody. And that's why I really mess with Steve Nash, man. Because he, he really loved basketball and he never took it for granted. And I remember people were telling me when I was growing up, he was trash. Or like he started off trash in college. He went to Santa Clara, small school up in NorCal, but it's still D1. But I remember people telling me like he wasn't that good in college. And then all of a sudden he just blew up because he just worked and worked and worked. And that's what you got to do. Like, stars and rankings don't mean that much if you're not working. Steve Nash was cooking. You know, like, it's unbelievable, like, just watching him and Amari Stoudemire and that squad and Jason Richardson, Sean Marion. That's, that squad was fun to watch. Steve Nash made that whole train go. Other than Mike D'Antoni, he, he, he had the system, he had the game plan. But without Steve Nash, man, that team doesn't go. Steve Nash was so crafty, man. It's unbelievable. I miss watching him play. I still watch his highlights because he's just that cold. But I'm going to wrap it up here. We're almost 10 minutes in, and I thank you guys for listening. As always, like I said, shout-out to Steve Nash, Grant Hill, and Ray Allen for making the Hall of Fame, and the rest of the people that made the Hall of Fame. You know, it's, you know, obviously the Hall of Fame doesn't always put – it's not just players they're going to. They got broadcasters and analysts and all them. So sorry I didn't talk about them. I just talked about the players. But like I said, I thank you guys for tuning in. As always, always, always – Rate, comment, subscribe. Let me know I can do better. This has been the Kevo Bands Hoops Podcast. Peace.